Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about the state of men in Asia and how they're raised and treated differently in Asia than they are in North America, as well as Europe. In some Asian cultures, there are children, or baby grooms, going back to tradition that were married when they were 9 or 10 years old to 14-year-old girls. Boys in Asia, for the most part, have been so prized throughout history that they get babied by their own mothers. That's what my friend says, and as an Asian woman, she is more interested in Western men because of it. Because according to her, Asian men have a hard time doing things for themselves because they have been taken care of most of their lives and haven't learned responsibility or how to do things for themselves. They have basically been babied all their lives. I also brought up the question of salarymen in Japan, and she told me that the real reason that men in Japan are given strict allowances by Japanese women is because they probably weren't raised to manage money properly and because taking care of money is something that most females dominate in their households. Men were often kept this way so they didn't know how to seemingly do anything for themselves, and the only thing they were pushed to do is work and provide a paycheck, and work from 7am to 10pm on many occasions. And that's what she told me. And it's that perspective that many of us haven't heard before. The idea of baby grooms is basically insane. Throughout Asian history, men were basically taken as small children, and put in with teenage girls to take care of the duties of their mothers, as well as the sexual duties once they basically reached their teenage years. And because of this, many men were often very stunted. My belief is that Asian women were basically scared of the power found inside of independent Asian men. And it's like Asian women back then were trying to make sure that men never really had true respect for themselves, nor independence. She told me this is one of the big issues that she has with Asian men. Many of them can be emotionally stunted because of that babying that they received when they were children, and many of them can be very loud, obnoxious, and vulgar because they've been spoiled throughout their formative years. Effectively, they're big, spoiled babies, and they have to listen to their mothers and wives and achieve at work so that women can continue to spoil them at home. Again, a lot of this is her opinion, but I'd love to hear what everyone else thinks about it. She's fluent in Japanese, and once remembered reading an article from a Japanese newspaper many years ago about a boy in China. I don't have access to this paper, and I tried to find it on the internet so I could verify it, but I never could. Needless to say, the story is pretty crazy. She was telling me about how in China you have three chances to get into university, and if you fail at those three attempts, then you never have a chance again to take the entry exams. One boy failed at his first attempt, so he was basically preparing for his second attempt. His mother was preparing him food, cleaning, cooking, and making sure he didn't have to do anything for himself except devote himself to his studies. Well, his studies weren't going so well, and his practice tests were basically being done poorly. So one day, the mother bursts into the room to see if her son is actually studying. Instead, she finds him masturbating and watching internet pornography. In recent years, the Chinese government has basically started banning many pornography websites. But this was still back in the days when they were still a bit less aggressive. And I'm not sure if this story happened in Hong Kong, China, or any other place, so I don't really know the specifics. But needless to say, the mother was so furious with her son 
But in the spirit of doing things for men in Asia, the mother really wanted her son to succeed in school. We have all heard that sons support their mothers in China. So him watching pornography and not passing his exam was a big deal because someday it would probably affect her retirement as well as future plans. So she did the only thing she could think of at the time to both secure her future and his. This is basically the second test attempt that he was doing, and the family didn't have enough money for him to write the entry exams a third time. So what does she do? Well, she decides to have sex with him, her own son. The problem in his case is his sexual frustration, and she hoped to basically solve the problem and get him into school, and that's exactly what happened. He passed his exams and got into university. After that, it somehow got out that she had basically slept with him. And I'm not sure if he told a psychologist or something else. My friend didn't tell me that particular part. But this is a very big deal, and she was charged, arrested, and the case went to the court system. So there she was, standing in front of a judge and jury of her own peers, being judged by them. And half of the jury, as well as the judge, decided to take her side. The fact that they would side with the mother just goes to show how of a matriarchal of a culture many Asian countries can be. If it truly was a patriarchal culture, then would women really need to infantilize men in their traditional mating arrangements? Anyways, now I'd like to change topics to the herbivore man in Japan. The grass-eating man emerging and going his own way in Japan is not simply about Japanese men rejecting becoming breadwinners for Japanese families while working themselves to death. I believe it's about rejecting the very idea that Japanese women have set up a matriarchal system that is very covert, and men are deciding that they would rather be left alone than be part of that system. It's about Japanese men living for themselves for the first time in their lives, and striking out on their own, even if that means doing menial jobs, eating pudding, and avoiding women. In North America in the last two decades, both male and female children have been extremely coddled by their parents, more than previous generations in fact. And what will probably happen is the rise in the young MGTOW men in North America is probably happening because young men in their 20s remember spending their childhood years and teenage years in different types of baseball practices, to swimming, to school and camp. They never seemed to have any time for themselves and were often rushed by their mothers from place to place for their own good, so to speak. This sounds very matriarchal to me. And it's kind of ironic because when I was a young boy, my mother would do the same things to me. My mother forced me to participate in group activities on weekends that I never wanted to do, and with people that I often hated. 99% of the people in those activities accepted the programming they received. I, however, did not. I've also heard about some Japanese men that won't leave their bedrooms for over 10 years. They are absolutely spoiled by their mothers. But their mothers don't know what to do now that their sons have given up on the natural order of things. They are stuck at home and their parents are paying the bills. I also believe that the division of labor in the household in Asia is far more extreme than in the West. Men work and women have done the household duties and looked after the household finances and functioning for centuries. If Europeans and North Americans feel like they've been stuck in their gender roles over the last few hundred years, they, then they haven't closely looked at how Asians have lived or how they've always done things that were expected of them. Just so you know, almost all of the content for this video came from that friend of mine. I can't take credit for any of the content and observations that were brought forth in this video. I think her observations for the most part are completely dead on. She even told me that she thinks the education system in Asian countries is better because kids learn to think, and the hardest part about their education is getting up into the university entrance exams. After that, university becomes super easy, and she says that's why a lot of people from Asia come to North America and are extremely successful 
because they get the foundation of education in their younger formative years. That's all fine and well, as long as the educational foundation doesn't include sex with your mother, because she wants to make sure you pass the big test. And I don't think that's what they meant by sex ed in high school. I know I'm being kind of cheesy, but after getting over the initial shock of hearing this story about the Asian mother having sex with her own son so that he could get into university, I now see that relationships between men and women in Asia are completely different than I originally thought. Getting back to the idea of baby grooms and Asians maturing faster, it kind of reminds me of when I was dating an Asian girl from the Philippines back when I was in high school. She came to the Philippines where she had already finished high school, went to the military for a year, and was working in theater as a performer. She came to Canada at the age of 16, and she was forced by our government to go back to high school until she was 18, even though she had already finished high school there. In Canada, it's basically the law to make people stay in school till they're 18 and she was far more mature than any of the girls I've ever dated in high school. The culture here seems to stunt the development of young people because we have the luxury to do so. We've been extremely inefficient in the way that we do things in our society, and those inefficiencies have gone all the way down to the personal level. All the waste that we create in our personal, financial, and emotional lives is not as prevalent in other cultures and societies. The good thing about that is that we are allowed to be more creative and to have more control over our own destinies and emotional ties. And women making their own money and not relying on men in Western countries as much as they are in Eastern ones means that men can truly have the ability to be freer than they ever have in the past. In Japan, herbivore men are eating pudding, watching anime, and isolating themselves in their bedrooms. Men in the West have learned that men going their own way can be a cultural force in Japan and influence the purchasing habits of the country as well as possibly change the political situation. We now know that men in the West can also change things, but I don't think all MGTOW should basically be men playing video games and avoiding responsibility. I believe that we have more to offer. We need to dream big, and if we have to create our own secret MGTOW societies, then that might need to be something that we do. I know that a MGTOW or men's rights meeting today would be met with great hostility from the outside world, but one done in secret and in a place without public attention might lead to a completely different result. Anyways, tomorrow I'm going to talk about men in secret societies, and how they've been used to further the cause of men for centuries, and how places like Freemasons' lodges have functioned as male-only spaces for such a long time, and why women have allowed such places to continue to exist. Anyways, that does it for today's video. Thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.